So, hello, my darling Tom. How are you? I'm very, very well, thank you. Oh How my are you? gosh, it's I'm really good. It's so great to have you. So, to everybody who's listening, whether you are listening from Tom's podcast or my podcast, we are just going to have a little chat today and kill two birds with one stone because you know we're very, very busy people. Instant darling. gratification. Instant gratification. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just going to talk about mind, body, health fitness life of a performer and mm. yeah just we're going to interview each other as we go along so uh let's just see what happens let's just go for it over we to you have babe. lots of uh over to you little things over yeah, to me i start. might get a, a ring from john lewis in a minute coming to pick up a mirror so there's a there's a there's two silence that's what i'm that's what i'll just talk uh, so yeah for, from my side um Obviously, Sophia is, is a mindset coach for our program, which is the Powerful Performer program. I started working with Sophia when I was a performer and I was speaking to my agent, just be like, I'm just not feeling good in myself. I'm just not feeling confident. I'm not feeling at my best. And Ashley hooked me up with Sophia and we just started working together. And, you know, a lot of things sort of formed and the connection instantly came about. And I think the thing that you taught me most is just actually how to how to get your mind and body working together and how to like really take action and I guess I was like a, a proper procrastinator and overthinker and talk about things maybe complain about things and I think you really taught me about okay let's make it happen and I think you kept me accountable in that spell of my life and actually coming up with the program coming up with the business of powerful form program saying I've got this idea and don't we all just have so many ideas but you were really the person that's like do it tomorrow and tech you know it's like whoa what, what, what like tomorrow like what you expect me to just like sign up to an app like what's going to happen but I think having that accountability or someone looking at your blind spots again what we spoke about on our mindset session um it was just really helpful and has formed this relationship which really helps my clients which obviously helps you as well helps me so it's just lovely and, and I for me I want to get out of this this podcast just like to talk about how to take 100% responsibility because I think so many people that I speak to and I've been there in the past and still fall into that trap we want things to happen we want success to happen we have these big goals but why do 99% of new year's resolutions fail it's you know something's missing within that vision which it'd be nice to maybe talk about and get get to the bottom of this yeah definitely I remember that that conversation so well of you saying to me I've got this idea and I was like okay great then go and do it and you're like huh no, I, I, I can't. And I remember your very words saying to me, yeah, but I hate seeing people on, in yeah, on but... Instagram with no tops on. Yeah, Jesus. If I nobody mean, see my Instagram. If you could see Tom's picture. Instagram, I can't <laughs> find a picture with his clothes on. That's growth. That's growth right there. And that was your biggest thing. And that that in itself shows me that you took 100% responsibility for that because that was your biggest thing that was stopping you. And how ironic to look at you and to be in your presence you would think you were this confident you know person who mm. wouldn't mind getting the top off and doing all the the fitness stuff but deep down inside you were reeling with that you know self-sabotage that imposter mm. syndrome all of those things that were just yeah. going I can't do that and I think now... the biggest thing sorry go no go on go on well I think the biggest thing for me <laughs> now is it is back when I was speaking to you I thought they they were my thoughts. That was me. That's how I felt. Everyone thought the same as me in my performing circle, maybe. Mm. And I think what was an eye-opener is that 
mindset thinking patterns can shift and those limiting beliefs can shift. And I don't really think I ever knew what a limiting belief was, or I just presumed my thoughts were set in stone and everybody else's in my circle were, were the same. And now I can see however long it's been years and years later, like how that has shifted and someone else might be having a chat with someone saying, I don't want to be like that guy take, taking his top off. And, and now I yeah. am that. So I think in years that have passed, just to show how malleable the, the brain is or how yes. thoughts can change and just having Absolutely. these interesting conversations with someone yeah. and like keep saying like someone keeping you accountable is yeah. really important. Oh, I think it's invaluable. I know that when I've got somebody holding me accountable, I damn right want to do it. Like mm. I don't want to let myself down, but I don't want to let them down as well. And watching your growth. And that's a really, really interesting thought set thing that you said when, you know, I just thought that that was me and that's who I was going to be for the rest of my life. And I think that's where the exciting thing happens when people realize, oh, I don't have to think like that. I don't have to be that person if I don't want to be. Mm. I can change it. But then what happens along the way is the outside world comes in and goes, oh, you're you're different. You know, I remember years ago when I used to write to my nieces and nephews in their cars, you know, don't ever change. You're so beautiful the way you are. And and now I think, oh God, no, I want them to change. Like I want mm. them to learn. And changing isn't about being a different person. It's about learning to grow yeah. in a different way. And, you know, that's where we started with you of taking those limiting beliefs, understanding what was holding you back. And I remember, as you said, the first thing that we talked about was taking 100% responsibility for that. And, and I think we talked about that, but I, I still didn't believe it. I mm. think that's the hard thing because I was so new to, to this. I'd read I'd read books, but as soon as you said, like the mind starts to change, I, I thought, well, it's like me asking somebody who wants to grow muscle on their body and them saying, I want to grow muscle, but I don't want my body to change, or I want to do it without changing my behaviors. And the mind is, is a muscle and the muscle yeah. has to be, has to be worked and that like, you have to be willing to change. And I think the thing stopping me was that I had a set vision of how I wanted things to go and how I wanted to be successful in my own right but I wasn't willing to change or adopt the behaviors that would get me there and I suppose I had an expectation of how I wanted the ship to sail which sail. I think so many people can fall into like god we yeah. leave drama school and most people in our year thought well we're all going to Hollywood we don't need a second job like we had in our head that was the vision of how it's going to yeah. go when it doesn't go the way you want it to it's very hard to adapt yes and change and I think that's where coaches and, and mentors are like really invaluable yeah, definitely. And I think there's something to be said to have those big dreams and those big visions, but it's about, and, and there's a difference, I think, between having that expectation and being realistic, you know, and thinking, well, mm. I, I, I need a backup just in case that is showing a bit of a limiting belief, but it's just being, I've been using the word real rather than realistic and it's had such a different effect on people because the realness of it is that it might not happen but if you stay the same way you're you you're you're thinking it it won't but if mm. you change adapt and grow by thinking okay if that doesn't happen something else might happen but also in the meantime I've got to support myself financially by yeah. having another little job behind me and that's not taking me away it's just being 
a real a re- being real with what a performer's life entails and, and I think that's the difference and I think if you have a like what you were talking about on our mindset session having a strong why and a strong mission mm. if you have that why it doesn't really matter what knocks you off because you're always going to try and, and get in there and I think well the thing that I keep hearing is the worst thing is to actually stand still even if you attempt and you fall and go backwards you're still moving forward because you're learning to fail and you know what doesn't work and there's so many people that are struggling to get auditions in the acting world and it's like if you really want it to happen you will try everything in your power to get singing lessons get acting lessons get and I did try that I kind of was like from my upbringing from how I was brought up to my parents splitting up I had a strong desire to do whatever it takes to to be successful in my own right so I kind of wouldn't give up and it's taken me quite a while to play gas on and beating the beast and, and all that sort of stuff but I remember hearing a a thing from a guy in college of six form college and he's like I want to be an actor that much and I know that I won't give up because there's no chance that I fail because I will just keep trying and trying until the day I die and I suppose yeah. you've got to have that purpose and that and that mission and that's where the the purpose, the fulfillment of just trying every day to make something happen is is quite enjoyable. And I guess that's why I love the gym. That's why I love health, because mm-hmm. you may have a bad session. You may not feel good one day or or that week. But the fact that you have a purpose and you keep trying and you keep pushing stops things being boring. And I think yeah. boredom is the worst. Can you call it an emotion, a state which we can? Yeah. Kind of, I know when I'm bored, it's like, uh oh. Something yeah. to happen. <laughs> I'm in danger of like watching yeah. really bad TV, yes. going for the digestives and ordering yeah. takeaway Chinese <laughs> and for Carlin at the same time. Like, oh so. my God. It's overload. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone don't let Tom got bored. get bored. <laughs> it's a disaster. When did but, when did you get into like mindset stuff? Like was so, there anything in your time that was like, ah, this thing needs to change? I need to yes. get into it. Because you've always oh. just been this magical fairy in, in my life. I've not <laughs> oh. seen the Sophia before. Right, mindset of course. and like yeah power to the positive yeah absolutely well yeah definitely it came to a point where I mean I've always been a bit of a, a self-help junkie I've always loved the little self-help books you know mm-hmm. stood in water stones you know trying hope hoping nobody'd see me in the mind body and spirit yeah. section I've been <laughs> thinking there, oh god I've been a bit weird yeah but now it's like a whole different everyone's like yeah manifest this to manifest that which is great yeah but you know years ago I would always be seeking something. And I think the pinnacle for me was when I came back from traveling, I'd had like 18 months out um, traveling around Australia. And then when I came back, I tried out of to acting, get- was it? Out of acting, yeah, yeah, I was, I'd t- taken a break. I'd had a massive um, breakup in my personal life and it was very public and being in the theater world, it was like everybody knew everything. Mm-hmm. So I ran away. I put a rucksack on my back. I booked a one-way ticket to Australia and I was like, see ya. Left my tax under my bed in a box. <laughs> Told my cousin who was living with us and said, babe, if the accountant comes knocking on the door, it's under my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Did they ever and come? The- well, I got a phone call in in New Zealand when I landed in New Zealand airport. I got a message, Sophia, call me urgently, please, oh. Perry. I was like, oh, I haven't got away. Pounds under. <laughs> I haven't got away with it. And I remember being at the airport because I didn't have a phone, ringing him on the, one of the pay phones and going, hello, Perry, it's Sophia. He was like, ah, oh, you're alive. Wow. Like, I'm so sorry. I was such a... um a child when it came to stuff like that I literally would run away and not not deal with my things again not taking 100% responsibility was my biggest thing that 
when I first looked into mindset, that was what I had to do because I would just run away, run away, run away. That was my way of dealing with it. And then when, when it, you know, came to a, 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 came to the the climax of it and I'd be like oh my god I'm in real trouble that's when I had to be like mummy daddy help me and I just thought I can't keep going on like this I have to take responsibility and it was actually a book called the success principles Mm. by Jack Canfield who I, I shared it with you and that was the first book that I read that made me go ah okay I get this. And I listen was... to the audio book. If anyone wants to yes. sound that, I listen to the audio book in South Korea. Every time brilliant. I got on a coach, I listen to it. it's just re- really, really oh, great. great. It is brilliant. And it's really, for me, it's the basics of what we need to live our lives by. And the first chapter was take 100% responsibility of your life. It's not anybody else's fault. It's not even your fault. It's not about that. It's not about berating yourself. It's about going, I made these choices and it led me here. And mm. now I've got to take responsibility for that. And how do I get out of that? Or how do I grow from here? And that was, for me, the biggest thing when I came back from traveling, that when I was co- trying to get back into the industry and social media had exploded and suddenly I couldn't get a job because I didn't have a social presence. Right. And I didn't know how to um, compete with that at all. You know, I was being a bit stubborn and going, no, I have my CV. I have my integrity. I'm not going to be that person. But looking back, if I had been that person or even had the first idea of how to do it, I would have, things would have been different for me. But I also Mm. believe that I was supposed to go through that heartache Mm. for two and a half years because it made me, it made me look and see, do you know what? I have to do something different because... It always does though, doesn't oh, it? Oh, like, it does. You, you hear it time, the, the, the yeah. worst time in your life was probably where the growth started to... 100%. And I just thought, right, I can either carry on going to auditions and feeling like a piece of crap on the floor or I can give up or I can find a different way. And I just thought I cannot continue going to auditions, just hoping and praying that they're going to, you know, take a chance on this desperate girl walking in the room. I can't give up because I love it too much and I'm too damn good not to be back on stage again. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I have to find a different way. And that is when I started to really take responsibility of, I want to say my mental attitude that went into an audition. That was what changed. I didn't you know, want to go to any more singing lessons or acting lessons. It wasn't that. I had that you ability had the skill. still. I still had the skill. But my mindset, my mental warm-up was no good. I, I didn't give myself a chance to get into a positive mindset. I would just be this bundle of nerves and mm. this energy that was just going, oh, my God, okay, this is my opportunity. Let's hope and pray that I get this job. Then I can get a following on Instagram or you know Twitter and and that was how my mind was why do you think that was I think because I'd been out of it for so long and I was desperate for that validation again right I was desperate to say for people to say oh she's still good oh she's still got it let her get back in there Mm. and you know do her thing I'm laughing it's so normal like always all to go into an audition and be like Please like me. Yeah, yes. give it to me. Tell me I'm good. You Tell know, me I'm amazing. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, we all do it. We all do it. And I think that is one of my biggest things that I want to teach my clients is that 
yes, we seek that approval and we seek that validation, but it just needs to be a little cherry on the top. It doesn't need to be our, our core longing. And that is where my work, the work that I do for myself and my clients starts to build that foundation because we'll always want to seek it. I mean, we will. We'll always mm. want to know, yes, I was the best for the job. You, you but... kind of got to say, well, why, do you want, why do you want to be on stage? There's always a bit of us that exactly. kind of does want that because exactly. that's why we're there and that's all right and it's worth it's okay that, it? but yeah. as long as you don't pin everything on that and you don't allow that um the the result to validate your self-worth mm. it's kind of like you've got to go into an audition know that you've done the best you can be and yes. you don't care about yes. the result or what the they result. think yeah. and I think I've had a few of those times where like I generally don't care if I don't get it or not because I know that I was at my absolute yes. best there and that's yes. where it doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter. I remember when things changed for you, when you'd message me and go, I've really enjoyed that. Yeah. And I was like, yes, that is the feeling that we want to get. And that is when we empower ourselves and we take control and we take responsibility. Yes, we want the job. It's not to say that you must go in there and not care and be blasé about it. You still do your prep. You work mm. in there. You go and be the best you can. But at the end of the day, what we forget, tend to forget is there's such a big jigsaw puzzle on the other side of it and we don't know about we don't know what they're looking for we don't know the person that we might be standing next to in the show that we've got to match up to so there's such a, a you know a bigger picture than mm. us and that is where I started to really take myself out of that personal space and just go do you know what all I need to do is get into a high vibration. I need to know my stuff. And if I don't know the material, then that's when the nerves kick in. Mm. So I need to prep myself vocally, I need to prep myself physically. And then I started prepping myself mentally. And that's when the game changed for me. And it sounds like you, you just knew how to get to your best. And it's like an athlete, they have to do a warm up before they yeah. go and do a one rep max, because that's how they're going to be at. At, at their best and there's a football player called Marcus Rash Rashford he's yeah. obviously very very talented and at the yeah. moment he's scoring pretty much every game and it, a celebration he always does that to his head and I googled why and it's because wow. he went through mental health stuff and the only thing that has changed he is sorting his mental health out and it's taken him from being a very average player to the best player in the premiership and, and, and it's just amazing at working with a mindset coach working with a performance coach how he had the skills. It was a switch in his head. And now he is the best player in the premiership. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. I the change, One that. simple change that can happen. Pete was getting slated. He went to the World yeah. Cup. He did yes. really well. And he came yeah. back and he rode that rhythm and, and momentum. And, and he said that he kind of wanted it that much. And people were kind of berating him. And that in its own, the stress, the cortisol mm. in his body made him mm. freeze up, want it, want more. And then you're not allowed to do your best when you're so tense and yeah and tight so I think by doing the warm-up make it like getting yourself into state allows you to relax and goes this is Definitely. where I operate my best let's let's go sort yeah. of thing whereas in guy I need this I need yes. you to like me is absolutely is hard. it is and I remember years ago I bumped into a, a producer and I had a, it was during my two two and a bit years and she said darling where have you been why are you not working and I said oh Bronya I think I'm too desperate when I walk in the room and she went oh darling you know we can smell that a mile away I was like yes right. I know yeah. and I but I didn't know how to change that and that's when I 
actually realize, no, I, I do know, I do know how to do it, but I've got to put it into practice because mm. it's all well and good just telling ourselves, I've got to be calm. I've got to be, you know, I think this whole positivity is taken in the wrong way sometimes. It's not about necessarily being positive. It's about having a positive mindset and about knowing that if you do your best, if you get yourself into that high vibe, if you visualize the perfect audition rather than visualizing the job, you know, we want the job, but we want to just take one step at a time. And what we want to do is really come out of there with the perfect scenario of I did my best. I listened. Yes. I was adaptable. I enjoyed it. I showed my personality, but I walked out there. I took my tool bag with me and I, I left with everything still here rather than leaving a piece of you in that room. And I guess if we really talk about responsibility and taking responsibility, it's how do we take control, us take control of our thoughts and emotions yes. instead of them taking control of exactly. us. And I think like in those fight or flight moments, like an audition, it, it tends to be the emotions and yeah. thoughts control us, don't they? Definitely. And I think that's what has been so so lovely to work with your clients in the sense of going it all starts up here because mm. yes you know tom has got the most incredible 12-week program the powerful performance program and you know it's a transformational program but what i love is that it all starts in the mind because to be able to change your body and your health and your nutrition and everything that comes with it it starts with your thoughts so you know, Tom, I want to, you know, throw it back to you now. What what inspired you to create? I mean, I know I inspired you, darling. What, <laughs> <laughs> what else? <laughs> what inspired you to create a 12-week transformational program the way you have set it out? So pretty much from what you said, it, it's come from my <laughs> own low patches and my own like failures and fatigue. Like from ever since I was a boy, I watched Gladiators on Saturday with my nana, granddad, making cheese toasties. And I worshipped these guys, the way they looked, the way they were. And that gave me a flavor of like, I want to I want to look like that. You know, little did I know now that in terms of expectation, that's really not able to happen without mm. illegal substances. Or the, but that got me on the path <laughs> of like fitness. And then of going to drama school is like, okay, I want to play these sorts of parts. I want to be these sorts of superhero characters. So I had this vision of where I wanted to go. I didn't get professional advice. So I did it in all the wrong, unhealthy way, which made me have low self-esteem, low energy, low confidence, not very much results anyway. Then kind of had a love-hate relationship with exercise, love-hate relationship with food. I love beer. I love pizza. I love burgers. And I restricted myself from all of that. So was mm -hmm. I, I was basically saying to myself, I'm prepared to go 110 years because I've decided that's how long I'm going to live, I live with, <laughs> without that without that stuff and I was prepared to do that and sell my soul to get to where I wanted to be in the acting industry um and it kind of came to a head when a director turned around to me and was just like Tom you're forgetting your lines you're inconsistent mm. with with the humor and I was on this flipping no carbs diet this ketogenic diet that I'd got off men's health got off the internet I was like this mm. is the way I, I'm going to get ripped and it simply wasn't the case so when I was like okay well I need a second job now I, I like fitness I'm going to be a coach and did all these qualifications and started to learn actually the science behind it all it was like okay why are we fed all this bs 
in the magazines. Mm. It's because people want instant gratification. They want to be told they can do it in the simple, fastest way if it's a pill, if it's the latest exercise, and it's simply not the case. And I know how much fitness and health in general has helped me as a performer, help my own confidence and my own structure during the day, even in shows. Like I think the hardest thing is when you're in a show, the goal is no longer there to be in work. So it's like, well, once I've got what I want, what else is there? And I think fitness and health gave me a real structure of being like, well, I'm still working on myself. I'm still feeding myself good things. I've set these now boundaries that I can't go and having takeaways every night. I can't mm. go having beers with friends every night because it doesn't make me feel mm. good. So the Powerful Performer Program came about because I was like, I want to share what I've learned and I don't want people to do, have the mistakes which I had and if you really want fitness results and if you're willing to put your all into it i will show you how to get fitness results in the most quickest sustainable way possible because the amount of stuff i hear i'm like you need you need to trust me here you mm. need to just take a plunge invest in yourself and, and you'll learn because there's a lot of advertisement that like supplement industry is a billion dollar industry mm. the food industry is a billion dollar industry and we're getting fed in the news. We're getting fed in the newspapers and magazines. I downloaded on my iPad the other day, men's health, just to see what they were saying, just to be like, mm. okay, what's out there at the moment? And how can I help people see the other side? You know, I, I wrote about it the other day, but I, I was, at, I was like, I really, really want to build muscle. I want to get big. And someone gave me these tablets, I'm like they're legal. They're from America. Oh. But if you take one, you'll be ripped. And I did take one and nothing happened. I had severe chronic heartburn i was going <gasps> to the toilet non-stop that night and nothing happened and it just proves how desperate i was to get results wow. and how lots mm -hmm. of other people are desperate to get results and we see it in drama school we see eating disorders mm. bad behaviors and it's all down to lack of education yes and and i go like why aren't drama schools having a strength coach why aren't mm. they having a nutritionist like mm. because we're all athletes yes like at i the couldn't agree more so like people come on the program and we have access to look at their food logs. And it's very interesting the first couple mm. of weeks to see what people are eating when they're doing eight shows mm. a, a week. And it's like, you, you can't expect to be performing at your best, jumping the best, staying injury free, feeling confident when you're eating that sort of, yeah. of stuff. So yeah. that's a very long winded answer of being like to teach people what I didn't know and wish I yeah. knew yeah. sort of 12 years ago. I love that. But that's where it all it all inspires. The inspiration comes from from us doing it all wrong mm, <laughs> and yes. going, no, I don't want to do that. And that's exactly where mine came from. Two and a half years of walking into an audition, feeling like worthless. And then when I started to change that, I was like, I need to teach this to the world because this is a whole different ballgame. Mm. And that's exactly what you're doing. And, you know, gosh, when I think about when I was in the shows, doing eight shows a week, my diet was horrendous, absolutely horrendous. I used to get this fear of getting hungry through, during the show. And so after the warm up, before the half, I'd run out and just buy a whole load of crap just to have in my dressing room, yeah. just in case. And I look at that now and I go, oh, that's terrible. Mm. And I, I wonder how I would what I would do now and how I would eat when I was doing eight shows a week because my education has completely changed. And I think that's the great thing about social media and internet. Like there is a lot of knowledge out there mm. and you see videos come it's like, okay, well, well, I'll I'll try that. I think there's still some struggles around tour life and, and eating abroad, yes. which a lot of actors face when you get per diems and it's like, okay, go and buy your own food, but you're in a hotel mm. room and yeah. the only thing you've Can't got cook. access to is quick 
yes. meals, you know, that you, you got, subways, you, your McDonald's. Have you and, got any um, advice for anybody on that? Or are you still working that out yourself? Ad- yeah. Advice in the sense that like the things that we know in terms of like whole grains, fiber, mm. uh, lean protein sources are, are, are great, but it's not also, it's not, people can't always cook themselves. So it's trying to find those sources of like, mm. what are these kind of whole foods, fibrous foods, energy foods mm. that make you feel good. And I'm, and I'm all, I'm about the lifestyle as well. So I do want people to go out and, and eat their favorite food mm. and all that sort of stuff. But it's just knowing like, eat shit, feel like shit. Like it's just a very yeah. simple mantra that we have yeah. on the powerful form program. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a choice of, I will never eat shit in the day because in the day is when I want to feel my best. If I eat shit, it will be in the evening when I'm watching yeah. TV or yeah. on, on a bit of a date night or something like that. But yes. it's, I think it's trying to, First of all, it's the education awareness about looking at each food in its in its pure form and going, okay, is that is that what's in that that's gonna give me the energy? For instance, yes. like if I have a white bread and cheese sandwich, I've got to know, okay, there's a bit of protein in that, but there's mm. nothing in it that's gonna fill me up mm. and give me like where mm. where's like the whole grain carbohydrates, where's the fiber, where's the there's nothing in that. So I think it's yeah. seeing the learning about the macronutrients yeah. in the entirety and going okay, now I can pick foods apart and I can buy a pack of brown rice or I know that I have my oats in the morning or I have two pieces of veg in each meal. So there's just little things that we can put in people's diaries and everyone's different, but just going, that's going to help you. For instance, what there was one person that we looked at the food diary and they just weren't having any protein in their breakfast and and then they got really, really hungry in the day. So it's like, you just need to be putting protein in your meal. You, you, your person different to everyone else this is what you need and that helped them feel full that helped their energy their mood their training and so like one little change helped the, their whole week yeah. change I love so that. I, again it's a harp on about it but it is the education around it 100 percent, 100 percent. i completely agree and what i love about that is that i think when people go into these transformational um times in their lives they're a little bit scared and skeptical because they mm. think that it's going to be such a drastic change but you've just proved that you know this person didn't have to change their entire breakfast they just had to put in a little thing yeah and that is what is so lovely when when you're changing these our habits we don't actually realize it just needs a little yeah. change and then that is going to just move the needle one percent every single day to then get the bigger result that you want and that, and what's what's great when someone comes on like it's not about a drastic lifestyle shift it's actually <laughs> looking at them having a conversation filling out the consultation form the great thing about technology at the moment is we have an app where we see all of their data which allows us to go you keep how you're doing at the moment we're going to have a look and we're just going to make little shifts yeah. here and there to create the foundation once we're there once we're seeing the change we can start to layer stuff on yeah. top but like i don't want this prototype person coming on the program going you need to be smashing 20 30 grams of protein like, because that's going to get so much for the head and they're not going to be successful so it's about looking at it where it is and going okay now where is the little shifts and it's just like a sound guy pressing little buttons that we're here now 12 weeks is done if you want to stay on this is what we're going to be focusing on next to layer it and i think a struggle with a lot of people is they think 12 weeks is the way to get a long-term body transformation you'll see aesthetic results in 12 weeks but in terms of a of a lifestyle shift a long lasting transformation you, you don't go to trauma school for three months you go for three years it's like the longer you spend at something the more integrated it becomes into your yeah. life so yeah if anyone's listening and think that to change the body has to be such a huge shift it, it really really doesn't because 
everyone will be doing so many things right. Yes. There's just a few things yeah. that are causing you to fall through through the net, which yeah. will just fill those holes so you can, yeah. you know, get Absolutely. to the I love that. I love that mentality of just going, actually, tell me what you're already doing. Mm. And then we'll just tweak a few little bits. And that's what I do with your clients on a on a one-to-one with them and say, tell me your morning routine, because yeah. that's what we work on. We work on the morning and the evening routine. And it's so exciting when people go, oh, no, <laughs> I'm not a morning person. And I'm like, yeah. brilliant. Bring it on. Let me show you how. <laughs> so for everyone that doesn't know about a morning routine, what is it and why would you say it's so useful? Oh, my gosh. So. Okay, it's 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 a bit of a, a two-way street. So number one, it is your the sequence of events that you do first thing in the morning. So whether you snooze, whether you get up straight away, whether you don't even need an alarm, whether you wake up with the children or the, the fur babies, whatever it is, and then do you, you know, go and brush your teeth, wash your face, have your breakfast, go for a walk, those kind of things to get yourself ready in the morning. What does your sequence of events look like? And then on the other side of it, a morning practice then comes in to give yourself maybe 20 to 30 minutes if you can. If you're a busy, busy person, then even five to 10 minutes of a morning can be so beneficial for you. And it is like mindset practices, mindfulness practices that really allow you to give you some time to reboot you in the morning. And it can comprise of practicing gratitude, practicing affirmations, journaling, um, meditation, energy, moving your body first thing in the morning, whether it's going for a walk, whether it's doing a bit of a yoga stretch, whether it's putting a song on and dancing around in your pajamas with your kids or your dogs or your, you know, whatever, just moving that body, getting yourself energized, mindfully moving because we're all always moving, aren't we? We're mm. always on the go. And, you know, I'm up and down the blooming stairs a hundred times in the morning because one of them's forgotten something and you know, I'll go, I'll run and get it because I'm, it's quicker, but it's different when you mindfully move your body and think about waking your body up in a different way. It releases those endorphins. It gets us moving. It, it inspires us in a different way. It feels like and, it's a warm up, almost yeah. like you would at the gym before we yes. talk about the auditions, like you're warming yeah. yourself up, getting your age to perform at your, your best. And if you Absolutely. skip that, how can you kind of expect yeah. to be at your best? Exactly. And for me, it really, it's helped me in two different ways in my life. Number one, it helped me as a performer when I was out of work. It gave me a little bit of a structure and a purpose, you know, because we're so used to whether or not we've come from a college environment and we've got that little timetable or mm -hmm. whether we're in a contract and we know exactly what, what we're doing and where we've got to be. When you're out of work, you haven't got anything to get up for. So you end up sleeping in and then getting up and feeling lethargic and unmotivated and then going like by two o'clock thinking, oh, I haven't done anything and then yeah. berating yourself. So giving myself that little thing to do. And even if it started at 10 o'clock, 10.30, it didn't matter, but I had something to do. I gave myself a little project, a little, you know, me time. It really then motivated me into wanting to do more wanting to mm -hmm. send that email wanting to practice that song wanting to find a different song for my rep you know rather than just getting up falling out of bed and feeling useless because you haven't got any auditions or what did it do for you like when you started doing it what kind of what did it do for you because it obviously changed your life in a positive way what were those kind of feelings so it, you? I'm going to do more 
it raised my vibrations. It raised my energy levels. You know, practicing gratitude in the morning made me look at my life and go, actually, I'm all right. Things are really, really quite nice. And yes, don't get me wrong. I've been in the space where I've tried to practice gratitude and I'm writing these things down going, yeah, but still a load of crap happening and I still haven't got a job and I still haven't, still haven't, still haven't. So I wasn't actually properly in that state of gratitude. I was just writing a list and thinking, yeah, tick, tick that off the list now. I've done my gratitude. But to really bring myself into that state of being just raised my raised my positivity, raised my energy levels. And it started to put things in a different perspective. I started to shift my mindset and going, actually, I'm all right. And today's a good day, even though it's simple. Mm. I'm alive. I'm fit. I'm healthy. I've got my friends and my family around me. I've got a roof over my head. And it just starts to remind you to appreciate what you've got rather Mm. than be yearning for what you haven't got. And that... Because even if you get what you haven't got, you'll. St- I find that you still want more anyway. Yes. So it's remembering yes. those things which brings you into the moment and like life's all good, which yeah. even if you had the yacht in the Maldives, you would still be struggling with the same thing, which is hard for, for us all to believe yeah. if we're not millionaires but yeah. and we're striving for something that we haven't got. But but from what I've heard, it's still the same. So yes, you, it you is. You best might as well learn those tricks now. Well, Absolutely. And there's a thing, you know, I heard somebody say, you're either surviving, you're striving, or you're thriving. And I've been in all different stages of my life. And Mm. when I was surviving, I mean, there's, there's moments in this last, you know, month or so with hubby's been away, I'm like, Oh, my God, I'm just getting through the day. And I hate feeling like that, because I feel so on the back foot. And then when you're thriving, sorry, when you're striving, you are constantly going, what's next? What's next? And you're not, I know they say destinate, you know, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. And as cheesy as that sounds, it bloody well is. Mm. It's about, and that's what practicing gratitude has done for me. It's made me go, actually, let's just take a moment. Let's take a moment today just to say, I did really well today. I made my bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, well done. Yeah. I'm not getting into my bed at the end of the night and the sheets and the covers are all over the place and there's, you know, crumbs in it from the kids having some toast in the morning or whatever. I made my bed. Well done. Yeah. You know, it's giving ourselves that little high five, that pat on the back. And then it brings us into that present moment because that's all we've got, mm. you know. And, and probably in that moment, you think of a bit of a better plan anyway. Yes, than like actually exactly. just going yes running yes. around London yes. like a mad mother woman yes. going give me the auditions give me validation yes. and like actually with no real plan no with no real plan and that's it it brings you into that present moment and as a performer we can be so worried about that last audition that we did or what we spoke about with the agent and how that didn't go well or whatever or we're worrying about what's coming next what auditions coming next what jobs yeah. coming next and we don't take a moment to be present and appreciate what we've got. And it really does, it makes such a difference. And when you practice it on a daily basis, it just lightens your mood. It mm. lightens, and it's actually been proven to help your immune immune system as well. So, you know, and, and it, it and it's and it's really bizarre, you know, when you're when you're sick, when you're, you know, you're out of action for one reason or another, my gosh, then you go. <gasps> oh my gosh, I wish I was healthy. I wish I was healthy. 
but you know what take a moment every day when you are feeling healthy mm. to to go I'm healthy today I've got my you know I remember years ago teaching at a college and when I was telling them to do the warm-up and they were doing it so half-hearted and the arms were like half up and I was like stretch your arms and they were like oh and I said listen God gave you two arms stretch them <laughs> some people haven't got any and they were like oh sorry <laughs> I mean, it's been a bit, you know, but it's true. We yeah. forget. And it's like when you cut your finger or, you, you know, for me, when my nail breaks and I can't do something, I'm like, damn, that's so small. But it yeah. really stops me from doing so much. Yeah. You know, we take things for granted until we lose them. So the best thing that I could say to you all is just every day, take a little moment for every little thing that you have and then more good stuff will come to you because if we're focusing on the lack, we're focusing on the complaining, we're focusing on the, what we haven't got, you're going to get more of that stuff. And I heard a brilliant thing the other day and it's, he said, this guy, I can't, I can't remember, remember his name, but he said, if you focus on the negative, you'll see more of that. Mm. If you focus on the positive, you'll see the opportunity. Yeah. And I just was like, oh, and I'd been having a lot of struggles that day. And I just thought, oh my gosh, I am 100% focusing on the negative just because my husband's away and I've got two kids on my own and I've got a business to run. And mm. Actually, I'm doing really well. I'm doing a really good job. So mm. focus on the fact that the kids are happy, they're fed, they're watered, they're still alive, <laughs> you know? Your business is still going well. You're getting on with it day to day give myself some time to go you're doing a really good job and then that gets me on the abundant side of life instead of the lack side of life and then when I'm in that abundant feeling I then I feel like yeah I can do more yeah I'm okay I'm doing well at this and it's like giving ourselves that self-praise on a daily basis and that morning routine is where you get to give yourself that praise where you get to give yourself that moment to go, do you know what? I'm doing a really good job. I'm doing a really good job. I'm doing okay. And then in the evening, again, you can have another little reflection and go, yeah, today went really well. I really enjoyed that. It was lovely to speak to that person. Oh, when I, you know, held the door open for that person, they said, thank you. That made me feel really nice. You mm. know, go on a little treasure hunt of your day and think, what did I do well? Because mm. No one is coming to save you. No one is coming to give you that pat on the back, that tick, that sticker that, you know, you get when you're at school and you say, well done, great reading or the smiley face. We've got to give it to ourselves. I like that because I almost, I think subconsciously, we watch these films as kids and go, actually, there is someone going to come knocking on my door and hand me a one-way ticket to Hollywood. And actually you go, yeah. it ain't happening. It's so we may not. as well go and get it, get it ourselves. Absolutely. And even when you're there... Like, it's going to come. Yeah. I'm just going to wish yeah. for it. And, it, and no. they'll come. They'll give yeah. me the golden ticket. Will your uncle come and yes. hand me a cup Absolutely. that I can eat made of sweets and it'd be lovely. Yeah. <laughs> but even when you're there and you get the sweets, it's still damn hard work. Look at poor yeah. Charlie when he got there. Yeah. He's like, yeah. 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 oh, you, you're giving this to me, but it means I've got to look after it. Yeah. <laughs> and when people come on our programme, there's sometimes a limiting belief that because they pay the money, because they're coming into the programme and you get a nice vest and <laughs> the, the work's done, that they're yes. going to get strong yeah. they're gonna feel it and it's like, no yeah. no the work only uh -uh. actually the, the guns you've come to being q we've given yeah. you the toolbox and i'm going <laughs> to support you on on the way but you have to keep focused on this build it. yeah yes. you know we're on the yellow brick road but yeah you're not going to finish it if 
Absolutely. And I think that's where we all trip ourselves up, isn't it? We think, you know, they say the definition of what is it? What's that saying? The definition, definition of, of insanity, of insanity is doing over. the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Is that Einstein? Yeah, I think yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. And that that just says it all, doesn't it? You think, oh, if I keep doing this and I keep doing that, then life is, you know, I'm the same with, with so many things in my life. Oh, I want to do this. Well, then you've got to go and do it. Yeah. You've got to get up early in the morning if you want more time. I realised that the other day I was going, I haven't got time. I haven't got time. Just get up a little bit earlier. Mm. Oh, yeah. So here's a huge question, which you may not know the answer to. Okay. So what, why do so many people struggle to see things through? Like oh, we have so many visions in the year and we want so many things. That, what is stopping us from actually putting one foot in front of the other and, and seeing it through? Like, let's just take the biggest thing that everyone listening, like maybe the one thing that you want to happen in life. So it's massive for you. Why do people struggle to see that thing through? Think? I think number one, they're they're scared of the change. They want it, but they don't know how to deal with the actual change when it comes because so much is going to be attached to it. Mm. And you know, when I when I speak to people who aren't a, a morning person or want want the body but they don't want to do the work for it, they they see that it it comes with such a lot of responsibility that hmm. they've got to take that responsibility to do it but they don't want to because it comes with so many other things that they've then oh if that change that then I've got to change that then I've got to change that and they become so comfortable hmm. with who they've been whether it be you know the type of person they are or the, the the relationship they're in or an illness they may have had and if somebody's given them a, a way out they go, well, then I, I have to leave this behind. And I've got so comfortable being that person that if I change that, who do I become? It's the identity that they, they, they're they scared of because it's they've like been... The, the, the safety is, is like a, a shield stopping them from yes. any challenging emotions yes. or like, it's yes. like, well, I may as well just stay in this I'll just safe stay place. here it because great. it's comfortable. Yeah. It's comfortable. I know it. I'm familiar with it. I know how to talk about it. But if I don't have that identity anymore, I don't know how to talk about that. So then that's when self-sabotage comes in. That's when the imposter syndrome comes in. They go, oh, I'm just going to go back to that place because that feels nice. Mm. Even though they hate it, there's a little comfort in that pain as well. Yeah. So they go, let me hold on to that just a little bit longer because... I don't know. I don't know who I am when I'm that person. Mm. And maybe people expect it to be easy. Oh, definitely. With, as in like, if you have the expectation of want to change this, I'm going to go for this goal. But my expectation is that it is going to be painful. It is yes, going to be. It is. And yeah. then you go, okay, this is happening. But I expected for this rather than it hitting yeah. you going, I thought I didn't having a six pack was going to be easy. Yeah, absolutely. They know that the pain is there and some of them don't want to go past that pain. You know, I've seen it many times with my clients. I've seen it many times with the students that I work with. They want the fame and they want the, the elevation, but they're not willing to put the work in. So they'll just stay where they are because it's comfortable. Mm. And I think, you know, that I've gone around the houses to explain that, I think, but it is down to that comfort zone, that comfort level 
of this feels nice, even though I hate it and I moan about it and I complain about it. It's become my identity so much that if I go and change it, like I know when I'm at the gym on a regular basis or I'm eating well or I'm on time for things. Mm. and people go oh who are you and I'm like oh I know who am I I don't know who I am and you know because I used to be notorious for being unorganized late for everything scatterbrain and I hated it and it got to the point where I was like I don't want to be that person anymore so I'm going to make some changes I didn't make massive drastic changes I just put one foot in front just slowly 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 and I remember turning up to my best friend's Uh, afternoon tea she had and I was the first one there and her sister said to her when we got there oh my gosh soap was the first one here she went oh my god who are you I went I don't know but I like her (laughs) and everyone just roared instead of saying oh yeah I know I mean who am I and and batting it back I owned it yeah yeah I am gonna be that person because I don't want to be that scatty person anymore it's boring and I'm letting people down and I'm letting myself down. I didn't, I didn't feel, and they say when you're changing something, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I was about to say the same yes. thing because that's what you experience exercising every day. Yeah. You know, why am I doing this? Because yeah. you're not going to see the change if, for weeks and weeks and weeks. You think no. often, why am I doing it? But the change obviously comes in the road, yeah. comes at the end. And I think yeah. doing something challenging every day, this the phrase that's like, do something that makes you feel uncomfortable every single day and you'll see yeah. like huge growth and I think absolutely in well or exercise you know yeah. doing things that you don't want to do it can be can be a massive um it really can activity to activate that can't yeah and it's it's such a huge reward when you've just done it even if you don't see the result you've just done it I loved the fact that I was the first person there at my friend's afternoon tea I was like yeah I I, I made sure I was organized and I got here early because I didn't want to be, you know, and I hated it when people said, oh, yeah, well, that's so she's always late. Oh, I was like, no, mm. I don't want you to talk about me yeah, like yeah. that. And I'm not accepting that. And that is the the trick. If you don't want to be that person or you don't want to have that extra weight on you or you don't want to feel lethargic mm. or you don't want to feel unmotivated or, you know, devalued, then don't accept that. Don't accept that that's who you are. Yeah. So many of my friends, oh, yeah, you know me, I'm just late. Or, oh, you know me, I always forget. Well, is that okay with you? Is that okay with you being that person? Because if it is, crack on. But mm. then don't moan about it. Yeah. <laughs> don't moan that everybody says, oh, I'm always late. Or, Well, then don't be that person. Don't be the late person, you mm. know? just. And it often comes within organized. those moments of some... of. of something maybe I've, I've heard instance where someone hasn't got the job because they've got the reputation of, of being late or not taking it seriously and then because of that you see the transformation a couple of years later yes. and they have totally flipped yes the lid and they are the most professional person in there Absolutely. so it often takes that like real again the, the low moment to, to realize yeah. where you've yeah you've come. yeah because you know your your reputation precedes you and you, you kind of don't want it to get to that point, do you? Like you don't want to get to point with your health. No, you don't want to get no, to point with your body no. or your blood because it comes with a great lot of pain. And that's what I don't get. Yeah. You know, we we all, I go for a massage. I go to the physio when I've pulled something. Why yes. did I go before? 100%. You get a fitness coach when you've just been told by the doctor, you, you, you know, you're really unhealthy. Like what's the way of stopping it 
before yes, like can we not see so the signs true. And... yes it's like when you've got a holiday coming up and you want that bikini body and you're like no I yeah. should want that body you know 365 days of the year not just because no. I'm gonna go on holiday the holiday's over weeks. and then you go back to yeah, normal and then you get on holiday and you eat and <laughs> eat and drink and yeah. what's the point Crazy so it maybe. is it's changing that mentality and that you know I listened to you the other day when you said that all or nothing mentality and people think that's a great thing to have but actually it's not it's no it isn't it's it's detrimental to us long term it is isn't it yeah definitely and it's it's doing little things every day to shift that mindset and you know when I speak with your clients and we talk about the morning routine and and I say my wish for you is this and they're like oh I haven't got time and it's like no it's five minutes five minutes of one Mm. thing it's five minutes of another thing couple it up and you've done 20 minutes of stuff for you yeah before you've given to anybody else I would say the biggest challenge for people coming on the program is is they've neglected themselves so much because they put work family in the way beforehand and I totally get why that is but it's actually about learning okay so how can we prioritize you and I think these little things like you said the morning routine Mm -hmm. is a way of doing that and the most thing I hear all the time, I I don't have time at the moment. It's okay. Well, you do have time, but what can we do in your day to make sure that you're prioritizing yourself for 30 minutes a day? Because if you don't, you're not going to be performing at your best in your job, in your family life, in your social life. So it is a must. It is a must that you focus on yourself each day. Tony Robbins says, you've got to put your own seatbelt on or your air mask before. Yes, yes. I never, ever got that when I used, when I flew, when I was younger. I was like, why wouldn't you help your child first? That's just rude. (laughs) But now I totally get it. You know, in the morning, I'm getting my cup of tea and my breakfast first before I get the kids. And my husband's like, oh, sorting yourself out first, are you? And I'm like, yeah. Because if mummy's hangry, they're not going to have a nice breakfast. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So I never, I never understood that. But, now I do it's imperative and I actually had to have a chat with my six-year-old son the other day and say look darling while daddy's away mummy needs even more so to do that little morning routine because the minute he comes in my room and I see him everything's gone I want to be with him Mm. you know and I don't want to reject him first thing in the morning so I had to have a chat with him and say look if you wake up and my light's on it's not an invitation to come in you can put your own light on do some reading, play with your Lego. Then when your son's up on your clock, you can come in and see mummy. He was like, okay. And I just thought, oh my God. Because I said to him, you know, mummy needs that time and I'll be a better mummy and I won't shout anymore. And he's (laughs) like, oh, great. Well then, yeah, sure. We, you know, and I just thought you're six and you get it. That's amazing. I've given you time to explain it to you. So let's work together. So instead of me going and trying stop it, get out of my room, stay in your, you know, and shouting at him or rejecting him first thing, I simply just had a little chat with him and he was fine. He was like, yeah, okay, mummy. And I was like, oh, that was easy. Mm. You know, so That's again, lovely. instead of complaining and saying, well, he comes in my room at six o'clock in the morning, just tell him, no, you, you can't. Mm. I need that space and I need that time because essentially it's going to make me a better person for you and that's what the gift I've given to myself and it's taken me a long time to know that that's okay to do that Mm. but I know essentially 
I will be a better mummy for him. I'll be a better coach for my clients and I'll be a better performer for when, you know, I, I, I get a job and I do all of that because for some reason I've decided to go back into the industry yeah, for my another, sins, you know, so I've got to, I've got to be my best. Boundaries, isn't it actually? Yes, so, you know, just setting yes. boundaries in different areas of, of life. So yes. people know where, for instance, Mimi went for a haircut the other day. And she was a new place. And the woman went, okay, sit down, get in your zone. You don't have to speak to me. And she was setting the boundaries or setting ah, the space. Yes. So me, you could properly relax. And I was like, that's yes. so small, yes. but so amazing that like, that's communication at its best that. there. Like, yes. you don't have to speak to me, get in your zone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do your hair. And I think it's really a nice framework for, for everyone. That. Like, Yes, exactly. You've set the boundaries and you've gone... I don't want to feel like with that. I don't want to feel like I've got to talk to you or I don't yeah. want to feel like you're being rude. What are the rules here? Like, what are the rules? Yeah. Yes. Can we, can we set, set yes. the boundaries? I love that. That yeah. is so nice. And then, then the conversation either would come out naturally or yeah, I didn't talk and I zoned out and I looked at my phone or I listened to a podcast or I read a magazine or mm. whatever. And she got on with it. I think that's brilliant. I think we're so scared to set those boundaries yeah. and actually that can set us up so so well in life in performing and everything if an actor is is striving like what we're speaking about before what like in their like not not feeling so good they're like they're they're not getting the auditions they're not getting the job and they're 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 striving for it what what like advice would you give on that because I know there's a lot I've been there there's a lot of people there that will be listening to this like how can they get themselves out of the, the slump how can they start being productive so I set think, those boundaries I think first and foremost you've got to take a little inventory of what you do on a day-to-day basis like how do you wake up how what are you eating are you exercising mm. are you getting out in nature take a little look at what you're doing and your habits and I know that's something that we covered a lot in our sessions you know what's serving you in in a good way what's not serving you and how can I then change that if you know you're sitting up till two o'clock in the morning watching Netflix and you you know then you're not sleeping very well then change that Mm. bring your Netflix um, watching earlier and you know and and mindfully watch it rather than just zoning out watching it and you're still getting that little fix you're still getting that thing but then you're going to bed at 11 o'clock or to 12 o'clock instead so take a little inventory of what you're doing on a daily basis what is serving you in a good way what isn't serving you then look at the people around you as well who you're hanging out with are they raising your energy vibrations are they lowering it you know is there anything the conversations you can change or if you feel like a friend is around you and they're feeling a bit demotivated say right come on let's go for a walk every day or you know my friend and I do it right I'm going for a power walk down the brook you want to come I'm like yes I'm there I'm ready today I couldn't make it and I said walk for me and she was like clean for me you know if (laughs) if we could do that for each other that would be brilliant (laughs) you know but it's about looking around you and awareness having having a heightened awareness is the number one step Mm. to changing anything it really is it's about looking at the small things looking at the bigger things is that really happening is that really helping me am I moving myself forward on a daily basis or am I holding myself back you know having that awareness of what's lighting you up and what's bringing you down and again that takes you back to that 100% responsibility have a little look to see what's working and what's not 
and then how you would change that. The question thing's really powerful, isn't it? We spoke about mm. the mindset thing, about taking responsibility, just asking yourself that question. Yes. And Stephen Bartlett talks about it on his, I think mm. it's his habits one, but asking the question like, are you going to exercise today? And it has yeah. to be a yes or no. So it's even no that. when you're taking responsibility or it's a yes rather than like a maybe I'll think about it later. Yeah. I think a question, a yes or no question can help people take responsibility very, very quickly. I've actually started doing that to myself since since our session. And I was like, oh my gosh, it just takes yeah. so much guilt out of everything. Yes. And then no, okay, well, I'll get, on with, get on with life yeah. then. I'm not not doing it. Yeah, I had two classes booked in this week and then other things started coming in and I just went, do you know what? Can't do that this week. And I cancelled them. Mm. And it took out the guilt. It took out the, oh, I didn't get to do it. No, this week I just haven't got, it's not in my priority. Changing that as well, saying I haven't got the time to, it's not my priority this week. I've got other things that are priority, even though that, you know, I missed doing it all, but instead I'll go out maybe for a walk. You know, I went to the park with my son yesterday and we, you know, riding around and I managed to get movement in my body that day because I couldn't do it mm-hmm. elsewhere in, exactly. in, at the gym. So, yeah, it's about making those decisions for the right reasons. And I love that. Asking yourself, am I going to get to do it? Yes or no? Simple. There's like the five around with so much. well that you yeah. speak about. It's mm-hmm. like, I suppose it takes the procrastination and the overthinking yeah. and it just activates more action. Like even Absolutely. if it's the wrong type of action, you're still trying yeah. to move forward yeah. in some way. Like the five second rule, yes yeah. or no, like are all great little tools to help yes. us all take responsibility in action, isn't it? Definitely, definitely, definitely. So for anyone listening on uh, on my podcast, what would be your advice on taking that action to move yourself in a different way whether it be health fitness well it would be that what would what would be your advice for them it's it's a hard one but I, th- I think it's getting it's it's first of all like setting because we can just take we can just do things we can just like you know we can I could say we'll just go out for go for for a walk you know go and do a shop and buy like really healthy stuff but it's not likely to stick so what I would say is like outline like one simple thing and and say to yourself that you are going to do it for 90 days and if you don't do that thing every single day you have to start again so let's just take like you're going to try and do a 30 minute walk every single day for 90 days and if you do that for 90 days you will feel lighter you'll feel more confident you'll feel more energetic you'll feel clearer but it's just I think about like setting out that habit and you do it for 90 days every single day which will feel good but also it will give you the self-belief that you can put your mind to something because I think there's so much with YouTube Google to think about people try and do things they don't succeed and then they start blaming and hating on themselves like even before coming to a coach even before it you know coming on to a transformation program you kind of got to do it you've got to make yourself believe that You've got to have self-respect for yourself and you've mm. got to believe that that you can put your mind to something mm. and do it so i would my advice if you just want to do something is take like a very simple habit it could be to have a liter of water every single day and you have to do that for 90 days it could be go out for a 30 minute walk it could be to do 
a, a simple stretch flow mm. for five minutes whilst you're waiting for the cafetiere to, mm. to and if anyone wants it I've got a, a five minute home workout program which takes five minutes and it's Amazing. to do whilst the breakfast are, are doing it give me a message it's I've sent it you for free absolutely fine but Amazing. it's just again it's like it, exercise doesn't have to be long depending mm -hmm. on what you're doing it yes if you're doing a five minute training program and you're expecting to look like superman it won't happen we know that mm -hmm. but it's about mm -hmm. having some self-respect and belief for yourself to go i'm going to start with this if this happens i've got a solid foundation yes. to build my skyscraper i'm going to build yeah. the, the next floor yeah. and often i get people that go i've done these classes i've done these fitness classes and i love them i'm just ready for the next level next great step. because yes. the foundation's there so let's yeah. go the next level but you can't Amazing. get to the 50th floor if you don't mm -mm. create the the foundation so yeah. a long-winded way of just like pick one very thing see if you can do it for 90 days it's I very very hard to do that but yeah. if you can it's it's amazing and you've built a strong foundation I love that can you send me that five minute workout please because that's yes. about the much yeah, yeah, time yeah. I've got yeah. to work out these it's called days the, it's called the superhero five minute workout <laughs> oh I love it <laughs> I love it but that's that's brilliant it's about setting those foundations because you and I have talked about me coming onto your program mm -hmm. and doing your and sometimes I think yeah yeah I'm ready and then I'm like oh my god no I haven't I can't exactly. I can't count my nutrients I can't you know track exactly. my food it's too much I can't I can't I can't I can't because... and the worst thing we don't want is someone failing and then being like I don't have belief in myself yes. so it's like yeah. we want people to come on and do things and the same with your courses which we'll round yeah. off and talk about in a minute but like the purpose of me coming on this program is to get you results and when the time is ready yes. we will get you results because it's just, we're just putting science into place yeah. but if you're not ready we don't want you to come on and that's why we like to have a call with people to see if they're mm. a good fit because it's more important that you keep the belief the respect the self-love there because if you don't have that exercise mm -mm. won't give you that it will just help yeah. you know it's like yeah. I think I've put a post up before like having a six-pack didn't change my confidence no no I like I still was pushing for things and it's like mm. me actually doing therapy and going okay why do I have that limiting belief that I'm not enough anyway I'm, as yeah. I am that's yeah. the thing that then changes okay great yeah. well I'm going to enjoy yeah. my lean body you know yes. absolutely absolutely so, yeah. yeah I love that building that foundation to then take it to the next level and then take it to the next level I think that's a brilliant way of looking at it because sometimes it can be too much of a leap and then you get there and then you fail and then you're like okay I'm done mm. can't do it and for your clients and for the audition things it might not be that you go in and do the first audition expect to get a recall it might be that you go in like I didn't feel as nervous as last time that was my expectation for yeah. that audition there yeah. okay well I've got a foundation of of yeah. where where I'm at and for for my listeners which will be a lot of performers um struggling with so many things that we all struggle with from striving to the hustle mentality to low energy to low confidence to it all we've got such an amazing industry but it comes with so many flaws what are your you've done some amazing online courses um and it'd be great for everybody to hear yeah about them and how they could help yeah well definitely I think where I would say to start is is your morning routine 100% your morning routine take an inventory of what you do how you get up how you look after yourself or do you even give yourself that time and I've got an online course um the great am or I think no in the course it's I am great so you get mm, to tell yourself I am great every single day yeah. and it's jumpstart your day the musical mentor way and I just I'm so proud of it and it's just a DIY digital download so you can go back to the 
to the lessons, refer to them. There's a little workbook. So you again, it gives you that little homework to take that inventory of what your morning looks like and ask yourself those questions. Why do I put the snooze button on? What could I do if I didn't put the snooze button on? You know, the actual science behind what happens when you go into the snooze and why it's really not beneficial for you at all. And it just gives you that understanding of the eight mindset techniques, practices that you can do and then helps you to choose two or three of them and then helps you to kickstart your day to really go, okay, when can I do it? How long do I want to do it for? And what days of the week do I want to do it for? And then you start your journey. But it's all about giving yourself that understanding of number one, why a morning routine is important for a performer and how to do it. And then how to get yourself started and then how to, you know, create that accountability and to keep going and to make it a part of your every single day life. And there's something really amazing about being an adult and doing homework again, like yes, right, answering questions, drawing yes. diagrams, yes. learning new information yep. that are going to benefit your future. It's going to benefit your kid and family's future if yep. you want that. Like there's yep. something really, and I've, I've done it recently. It's like, wow, I, I feel fantastic. I, yep. I can feel myself growing. And that's the whole yep. thing about the best investment you can make is in yourself because you're going to get like everlasting yep. growth. And it's so I'm so passionate about like self-investment yes, obviously because like, the, the yes. feelings that I've had from it and I think to some some of the decisions I've made a load of bad decisions which haven't gone my way and I've also made like some really great ones and I think if mm. what if I didn't make that what if I didn't yes. go with you and yes. I didn't set up my wow. bit like where mm. like what if like yeah yeah like, what that has done for <laughs> not just like like what that does for me when I go into auditions now like mm. is 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 amazing what that's mm. done for me my little family here of like mm. just solid foundation like it's yeah. I suppose you you just have to I'll be willing to fail and make these yeah. decisions and I think self-investment and homework and obviously Absolutely. your course did wonders for me I remember sitting in a cafe shouting <laughs> I am amazing people looking at me going yeah, you best believe it, guys. I'm I, re- <laughs> I remember that so clearly. You were looking at me like, are you serious? Are you really? I'm, this is a I'm small in, I'm cafe. I'm in a cafe, babe. I'm in a, I was like, I don't care. I want to hear it. Tell me how amazing you are. And I got into it. Let's just say you that in did. <laughs> <laughs> And look at you now, babes. Yeah. Are you amazing or are you amazing? I'm amazing. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, I would just say if anyone is, you know, where I came from was really struggling with auditions, underconfident in myself, low self-respect, low self-esteem. And if anybody is listening to this and and wants to do Sophia's course, it it, it will really, really help you. It will it, it will cut the crap. It'll be a yes or no kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, um, brilliant. Because I wouldn't be I wouldn't be sort of here where I am now if, oh. if it wasn't for that decision. So amazing. Yeah, yeah, you can find me on um on the online course space in the the jumpstart your day, or I've got my online one to one coaching programs as well. I'm Sophia Ragavellis, mm-hmm. uh, the musical mentor on Instagram, and I've also got my website www.themusicalmentor.co.uk. Yeah. So come and find me. Send me a message if you want a little chat about how I can help you, then I'm here for you. I want to just help as many performers as I can Mm. to be able to walk into that room, hold your self-esteem and your self-worth with pride, 
put their shoulders back, hold that head up high and just go and enjoy the ride. You know, as I said, we spoke about survival, you know, surviving, striving and thriving. This my work is to help you to thrive, mm. to be in that present moment, to know that you're doing your best, but to keep putting one foot in front of the other and to thrive to the top because this industry is beautiful. It's wonderful. It gives us so much. It can take so much as well. And that's where I want to be able to give some tools and techniques yeah. to be able to support you. And as you, like you said, build that foundation to grow to the next level of yourself. So, yeah, really important. And, and, and Tom, if anyone doesn't know where to find her, give me a message on Instagram. If I wants this five minute workout, then. Oh, yes, absolutely. So, Tom, tell my lovely listeners where they can find you. And if they are looking for a program of transformation, mind, body and soul, tell us. about um, it. So at Tom Living Fit um forward slash at the weekends sometimes doesn't live fit um <laughs> website is www.tomlivingfit.com um the program is the powerful form program um and yeah if you if you what i would say if you've been struggling for like six months plus like if you haven't started like just go out there get it start feeling good but if you've been struggling for six months plus and you keep falling into the same old habits then that's where we can we can seriously help you and, and if you're ready to do it it's it's kind of black and white on the program because we just use science to get you the results. So what I would say, if you're willing to get in the driving seat and put your foot on the pedal, then we can 1 million percent help you. It's not a chance of will you or will you not fail? The only person that will get in the way of it is, is the individual coming to do it. So if you've been trying for six months, you've been struggling, um, then, then give us a message. We'll have a phone call, see where you're at, see what good things you're doing well, see what we can tweak and yeah, we can get you the, the fitness Amazing. results. I love that. Well, no doubt all the links and the information will be on the show notes if you want to have a look and check it out. I would 100% advise going and checking out Tom's Instagram. It's unbelievable. I learned so much as well mm -hmm. from it all. And uh, I love that we teach each other, which is incredible. Yeah. So, And I would say like on these things, it's so good to listen, to listen and take this stuff away. But like the biggest, the single biggest thing is like, take take action like yeah. if, if you any of this is resonated with you yeah there's no point thinking about it like mm -mm. write some stuff down and start now like start yeah. this week because I do it I listen to so many great podcasts like oh, okay something I need to implement for next week and then you don't do it so like serious call to action like yeah put it in start putting it into practice yeah. today um and that's the only way you'll move forward yeah I love that amazing oh my gosh we could talk all day couldn't I know, we could, couldn't we have got <laughs> <laughs> I've got another call in a minute yeah. amazing <laughs> amazing well thank you so much for your time you. my darling you're absolutely brilliant I'm you so too. proud of everything you are creating the community and the spirit and the support that you are putting out there is second to none so I couldn't well, be proud of you likewise big love you're and uh, yeah we'll speak again soon you too all right darling lots of love bye bye, bye. bye. bye.